Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Life in the Fasting Lane podcast. This is your occasional guest host, Levi, with a little uh, preparation statement before today's episode. So at the beginning of 2020, Eve undertook a three-day fast with coaching from Megan Ramos. And over the next month or so, uh, as the podcast come out, you're going to get to hear those coaching sessions. And you're also going to get to hear one session from the day after the fast ended, where Eve and Megan talk about all the things she's going through, they answer questions that they uh, receive from social media during the fast and just give you a ton of great information. Today's episode is from New Year's Day. It's the day before Eve began the fast and she took to Facebook Live to interact with some folks and talk about uh, the upcoming fast, why she was doing it and her journey so far. So we hope you enjoy this and for the next month or so, the episodes are going to be uh, the coaching sessions between Eve and Megan. If you go back in our archives, you can find the 10-day fast that Eve did last year and all of those coaching sessions with Megan as well. So without any further ado, here is your regular host from New Year's Day 2020 talking about her upcoming three-day fast. Good morning. What exciting things are you going to be doing in 2020? <clears throat> I'll tell you one of the very exciting things I'm going to be doing this new year. It's not eating. Not for the whole year. Just for like three days. So I'm here. I'm live. It's New Year's Eve. And it's early and I'm up. And I want to talk to you about fasting because two years ago, I thought fasting sounded like a load of hooey and ridiculous and insane and stupid. And I thought people who did it were just hurting themselves and slowing down their metabolism. And I didn't get it. Um, so for two years now, I have done intermittent fasting and I've done a couple of extended fasts. And if you know me at all, you know that I struggle with my weight and I was obese or fat, let's just say it, for 24 years. That's a long time, like a really long time. And no, I have not found the way to like 120 pounds. I am gonna tell you what I weigh. Are you ready for that? I typically weigh between 185 and 195. And for me, this is tiny like petite because since i've been an adult i have never weighed that little those were actually my goals my goal was to weigh 195 pounds good morning nancy how are you happy new year hi pam can't wait to see you um yeah <clears throat> so i the most i ever weighed was 300 pounds that was really uncomfortable um i was on six medications a day struggle with all kind of health issues, pre-diabetes, uh, got pneumonia a lot, bronchitis a lot, struggled with fertility, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, you know, like everything. And now that I'm at in the 180s, 190s, I take no daily medications. I'm 45 years old and I'm generally more healthy. I still get sick sometimes. I've been sick the past couple of weeks and it really ticks me off. I'm like, I do fasting and I eat well. Should I not ever get sick? But I still do and it sucks. So are you curious about fasting? Do you have questions? Because I'm your girl. 
if you want to know about it. Uh, it was on NBC the other day. I think it's really finally breaking through in mainstream media, and so more people are talking about it. So what do you want to know about fasting? Do you think it's nuts? Have you tried it? <clears throat> so who should try fasting? I think if you want to lose 300 pounds, it's something to look at. I think if you want to lose five pounds, it's something to look at. I think if you want to improve your health, it's something to look at. I think it's something that is accessible to anyone at any so any socioeconomic level. So so many things about diets and better health require more money, and it's only limited to people who have lots of money and lots of time. Fasting is not that situation, and it's one of the reasons I think it's the great equalizer and really important for people to be educated about. <clears throat> so. I had a friend who was uh, diabetic, diabetes type two, who died and was young. And I, I wonder if fasting could have helped her. I don't, I don't have that answer and I don't know. But my role this year is to talk more about this option for people so they can know about it um, in a really open way and see if it might be something that is right for them. I have no idea if it's right for you. I don't, I don't know what's right for you, but I think it's an option people should look at. So uh, almost two years ago, I started a site called fastinglane.com, which I'd love for you to check out, and a podcast, Life in the Fasting Lane. And I've been fortunate enough to write a book with Dr. Jason Fung, who is the author of The Obesity Code, and Megan Ramos, who is the head of thefastingmethod.com. And that book is available for pre-order now on Amazon. Buy the book. I would love for you to. You can pre-order Life in the Fasting Lane. Or if you don't have money to buy the book, go to the site fastinglane.com and get all the blog and podcast information for free. But I want you to have this information. I want you to share it with somebody who is dealing with health issues or trying to lose weight are looking for something that costs zero dollars and might help their health. Hi, Lizzie. Thank you so much. <clears throat> so, any questions? Any questions about fasting? Do you want to know what my longest fast was? My longest fast was 11 days. And I did it right after I found about fasting, which was super stupid, like super dumb. Um, my family suffered because I was awful emotionally when I did this and miserable because I didn't understand things about electrolytes and salt and bone broth and tea and enough water. And I just kept having these mental breakdowns about why is fasting working? I thought if I didn't eat food for five days, I would just drop dead, but this is working. And I got so angry. Um, so I don't advise doing that if you're just getting into fasting. That was real stupid. Uh, I did another fast for 10 days last year and I, um, got coached by Megan Ramos, who is brilliant. You can watch that entire fast at fasting.fyi forward slash 10 T E N. And I, I documented that whole process and I'm getting ready to do the same thing. So if you go to fasting.fyi forward slash 3 T H R E and I need to put those links in here. Um, you'll be able to watch my three-day fast. I'm going to put some stuff in the Facebook group too. But you, you know, some people probably say that. Uh, so Pam says, in the middle of the night with extreme hunger, I struggle with waking up. Pam, yeah, I get it. When I do multi-day fasts, <clears throat> um, it, it's like a muscle that you're practicing with when you fast. And at first, dealing with the hunger is really tough. And you think, I'm never going to be able to do that. But I do find as you push through, the hunger ends. Usually the hunger will only last for an hour, an hour and a half, and then it will go away without food. 
which is not something I knew, to be honest, because I had always eaten all the time. So that was really interesting to me. When I fast multi-day, I don't sleep as well because I have massive amounts of energy, theoretically because of the adrenaline pumping through my body, telling me to go hunt for food. So I get a lot done. I schedule myself as much as possible so I'm not bored because uh, there's a lot of time when you don't shop and cook and clean and eat food, right? There's so much time. Um, and during that time, I clean out my house, I get stuff done, but you're right, I think I sleep much less, um, but I still have tons of energy when I do extended fasts. Uh, Nancy says, I was doing great, got derailed by the holidays and celebrations, looking to get back on track. So did everybody, Nancy. Like, there's a few perfect people that, like, ate just kale during the holidays or whatever. And that was not me. I ate sugar. I ate carbs. I feasted. I enjoyed myself for a couple of days. Um, <clears throat> I did notice now that I've been doing this for two years that I did that less. I ate less sugar. I ate less carbs because I just didn't like them as much. Um, but I still liked them and I still enjoyed them. But the day after Christmas, I stopped. I, I got rid of the stuff. I threw the stuff away. I gave the stuff away and I didn't keep extending. Oh, just one more day, just one more day. Like I would have done in the past. Candace says, I tell myself to ride the wave. It's a wave of hunger that will go away. Yes, Candace, I didn't know that. Like I, I wish somebody could have explained that to me. I always thought I needed to eat eight to 10 times a day to keep my metabolism rolling because that's what I was told. And I, I really didn't, I didn't understand it. Um, Tanya says, what do you do halfway through the fast when you feel like giving up? How do you push through? Ooh, Tanya, I love that question. I think about why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to look better. I'm doing it to feel better. I'm doing it for better health. Also, I give myself treats during a fast, okay? So during this fast, and I get it, this takes money, Sometimes you have money, sometimes you don't. I've been in both situations, right? Let's say you have money. Go to the spa, go get a facial, go get a massage, get a pedicure if that's something you enjoy. If there's something else you enjoy, <clears throat> go buy a new outfit, um, go see a movie, right? If you can't afford those things, do a nice Epsom salt lavender bath, which also helps with magnesium during fasting anyway. But in those times that you wanna give up, journaling, seeing a movie, going on a walk, getting outside, meditating, um, going to the library. Actually, in my book, I talk about all these things you can do during a fast. I think there's like almost 100 because A, you get bored, and B, you just want to give up and eat. And we eat for so many reasons. We get bored. We get tired. We get over it. We get doubtful that we can do this. I eat to comfort myself emotionally for sure. Like I definitely do that and I have to practice to not do that and so if I get stressed out during a fast and or something really bad happens the fast becomes immensely harder um, because I know that I eat to soothe myself emotionally and it's, it's very comforting even if it's, it's not bad food so Iris says I find on night two I am wired I'm at 40 hours and was up at least every hour last night rolling around talking to the dog peeing Facebook, hoping this fasting muscle firms up, never quitting, love seeing health restored. Ira, that's fantastic. I think that's really typical. Um, I, I always struggle to sleep a lot when I'm fasting. And, and, and just remember, it's. I used to think, oh my God, I'm not sleeping enough. I'm, I'm so unhealthy with this fasting. That's not the situation. The situation is when you do an extended fast, your adrenaline increases, which makes it more difficult for you to sleep. And the theory behind this is your body is saying, oh, you haven't eaten, you must need food. 
I'm going to increase your adrenaline so you have the capacity, brain power, heightened brain power, and energy to go hunt. And what actually happens during extended fasting is your metabolism increases, not decreases like people think. People think that it causes starvation and your body shuts down and it, it stops burning energy. That's not true because the people would not have, when they were cavemen, been able to hunt, right? They wouldn't have had the energy and the smarts because it takes a lot of smarts and a lot of energy to hunt an animal. So that adrenaline pumps you up. So when you can't sleep during fasting, it's, it's not because you're unhealthy and you're not doing something wrong. It's just your body giving you more adrenaline. So how in the modern day should you use that adrenaline? Vacuum the house. I'm not going to do that. But like theoretically, if you needed to, vacuum the house. I organize drawers and desks. I throw things away. I write letters. I uh, reach out to a friend I haven't talked to. I um, go for a walk with the dog. I, I will I pull weeds? No. But if you wanted to garden, that sounds like a great idea. Um, but there's all kinds of things that you've been meaning to do that you should just do during that time. And don't beat yourself up about not being able to sleep. Drink some water. Make sure you get enough salt. And when you feel good enough to go to sleep, go to sleep. Candace says, to help me sleep, I drink some sleepy time herbal tea. It helps me relax. I love that idea, Candace. I really hate tea. I wish I liked it. I don't like it. Every once in a while, like if I'm like really fasting or dying because I'm sick, then I'll drink some tea. But I hate the whole, the whole thing about it. Heather says, I was told at 12 years old to always eat every two hours to keep up blood sugar. If only I knew about fasting. It's taken a year and I've lost 100 pounds so far. Still going. I was 307 in December 2018. Now 205 and my new goal is 170. Heather, what a badass you are. Like, that's incredible. And I get it. I peaked at 300 pounds as well. I was eating 8 to 10 times a day. I wasn't eating the right foods, but I was told I needed to eat carbs. Carbs were essential. Guess what? You could go the rest of your life without eating a carbohydrate and live very healthily. Carbohydrates are not essential to your body at all. It is not true. Number two, we were told, keep your metabolism going. Get up in the morning and eat as soon as possible. That'll start the fire of your metabolism. And then eat little meals. If you're fat, eat little meals all day long, and that'll keep it going. Well, I did that all the time. And I will tell you, for me, it was not effective. And I'd love to hear from somebody who eats eight to 10 times a day and is that the weight they would like to be and the health they would like to be? I haven't met that person yet. I, I don't see that. Now, that person exists, I'm sure. We are all different. We all have different needs. And I'm not saying fasting is the answer for you. I'm saying if you are looking for something different, something free, and you want better health and weight loss, I like you to explore it. That's all. Check it out. Fastinglane.com. We have a blog. We have a podcast. We have information. Look at it and see if it might be. So <clears throat> I agree, Heather, I, and I'm like amazed by you, like so much weight loss in such a short period of time, taking care of your health. You've got to feel fantastic. That's incredible. Um, you guys reach out to me if you have questions. Uh, once again, fastinglane.com. Three-day fast is going to start for me tonight. Um, what will I have during the fast? I will have coffee. I'll have tea if I absolutely have to. In my coffee, I'll have a little bit of cream. I will have water. I will have pickle juice. That's right. I will drink straight up pickle juice out of a shot glass. Like I'm amazing because you need salt when you do a fast. We don't realize how much salt our bodies get from food. And um, when you do a fast, if you don't have salt, you really feel bad. And a lot of times you feel weak 
that is mistaken for rampant hunger. It's actually a lack and an imbalance in your electrolytes. So I will take Epsom salt baths. I will drink pickle juice. I might drink apple cider vinegar. Uh, I'll have seltzer water, uh, club soda, water, and I will have some bone broth. There is a great um, company called Stocks and Bondi in Dallas at the farmer's market where I get my bone broth because I'm too lazy to make it. And bone broth is really excellent for a fast. Sometimes I get kind of sick of it, but when you're not eating, you're like, oh, this is really delicious. It's amazing. So bone broth has a lot of collagen in it and a lot of fat in it. Um, and if you have a little bit of that during a fast, it makes you feel satiated and it helps you to extend your fast. Some people who do fasting only do water and salt. And that's fantastic. They are better at this than I am. I am not that great at it, even though I've been practicing it for a couple of years. Um, I, I need those things. I like those things. And, and that process and that hot cup of uh, bone broth for dinner um, feels good. So what about apple cider vinegar? Yes, a lot of people think apple cider vinegar is great during a fast, great for your health. Uh, just make sure to brush your teeth after so it doesn't break down your teeth. And Heather says she's feeling better. Uh, what else should I tell you guys? I'm going to should I come back every day and, and do this live? Or maybe I'll just post the videos where Megan Ramos is, is coaching me. But if you have questions you want me to ask or things you want me to do or suggestions you have about your own stuff, um, let me know. Uh, Ruth says, chicken broth is not allowed. No, you really shouldn't do regular broth. It has more car carbohydrates in it, which can get you closer to like really breaking the fast as opposed to the bone broth. And the bone broth has more collagen and more fat in it that's going to keep you satiated and um, make you feel better, quite honestly, than just regular broth. So try not to have regular broth. There are bone broths that are sold in stores. They usually don't taste very good. So like getting a good homemade one is an ideal situation. Um, and tons of water during your fast. Um, so let's say you've never fasted before. You're like, Eve, that sounds awesome. I should do this three-day fast with you. I'm not going to suggest that. Three days is a long time, in my opinion. Um, if you are going to go from eating eight to ten times a day directly into a three-day fast, I think that's not fun. Fasting is like a muscle. You have to build it up over time if you're smart. Not like me, that wasn't too smart, but over time I've built it up. I still get nervous about a three-day fast because eating is a huge part of my life and it still is. And I find a lot of comfort in it. So three days kind of sounds a little scary. Levi, my husband is doing the fast with me. So I like that. That helps a lot. And Luna has all the food she needs for three days. Thanks to Levi and my mom who cooked all that for her. So no cooking, no shopping, none of that. Um, we will go to a movie one day, which I used to not be able to do when I fasted because I really wanted to punch people in the face who had popcorn and then steal their buttery popcorn and eat it all. Um, I have less feelings of hatred for people who are eating when I'm fasting. <laughs> so I guess that's progress. Two years. <laughs> so I'm going to go see Star Wars tomorrow. I'm pretty pumped about that. All right, guys. Check out fastinglane.com. Check out my book, Life in the Fasting Lane. Um, let me know if you have questions. Uh, Candace says, I learned if you are feeling cold during a fast means you're dehydrated. Just FYI to anyone. Um, I've heard that some Candace, but I also have heard some people who get cold during a fast, whether they're dehydrated or not. Some people just are like that. I have only gotten cold twice during a fast. I just don't get cold. Um, my daughter, on the other hand, gets cold all the time. Uh, I, I, I use an electric blanket, drink more water, you know, check it out. Nancy says, when are you starting? Tonight, 
I'm starting tonight. So today I'm gonna eat a lot of food. It's gonna be awesome. I mean, bacon and black eyed peas and cabbage to get my stuff in for next year for my luck and my money. Um, and I'm gonna eat a steak today and I'm going to eat a steak salad for lunch, planning on my food. Also, I'm not exactly sure what time I'm starting today because I'm going to a party at eight o'clock. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna eat at the party or not. I'm not too much of a drinker, so I don't really have to worry about that, but I can't decide what time today. And whatever time I, I finish eating today is when I get to eat on the third, right? So like I'm pretty motivated to finish eating early today. So on the third, I can eat at that time when I finish. That's a lot of thinking, but but it is. All right, any other questions, any other thoughts, comments, things you wanna know, uncomfortable questions? Like I, I really thought two years ago, fasting was the stupidest, most unhealthy thing I'd ever heard of. But for two years now, I've been living this lifestyle, traveling the world to see uh, doctors and scientists and researchers talk about this. Um, and also talk about low carb and eating whole foods, which is, which is something that I do as well. And it's changed the way I view it. And um, I care about your health and I care about your hotness. And I want those things to be the best they can for you. And I hope you find the way that works for you. And, and um, I hope that my information and my honesty about this process, whether it sucks or it's good, it's not glamorous, um, is, is helpful. So check out fastinglane.com. Message me if you have a question. And I will stop eating tonight. And I will come back and tell you how it's going and what's up with all that. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Bye.